You know, it's amazing, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this week uh, marks one year since four University of Idaho students were stabbed to death. That gruesome home invasion that uh, garnered intrigue from people across the nation. Uh, early hours it was, November 13th, to our roommates, Kaylee Concalves, Madison Mogan, Zana Canodal, and her boyfriend, Ethan Chapin, killed inside the girls' off-campus house. Moscow, Idaho, the place. Two other roommates survived. Carol Lieberman has been on it like no other uh, since it all began. Forensic psychiatrist, body language expert, columnist of Inside the Criminal Mind, and Front Page Detectives. FrontPageDetectives.com. Please check that out. Carol's nice enough to give us a couple of minutes from the West Coast on this Wednesday. It's good having you at this early hour. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Carol, hard to believe. You and I have been at it uh, since the get-go here. One year uh, since it uh, all began. And, I, you know, people still want to talk about it. You know, still, people still ask questions. They want to know what's happening with this guy. You know, this uh, Brian Colbert. Uh, dead to rights, it seems. But I say be careful here. Be very careful. Loopholes, prosecutorial misconduct. You never know what could happen in a case that seems so evident that this is the guy, you know? Well, yes. I mean, you, you must say that his uh, attorneys are really, you know, not letting any stone go unturned. Uh, they're trying to find every which way to, 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 of course, I mean, you know, that's the job of a defense attorney, but um, it's just, it's just uh, difficult because it's just difficult to watch because the families have suffered enough, you know, the families of these four students. And they come up with all these different things. I mean, the main thing that they're questioning is the DNA. They're trying to say that his DNA that was on the knife sheath that was found on the bed of one of the victims, um, they're trying to say that uh, that it must have gotten there some other way. Yes, I mean, it's hard for them to to challenge the fact that it's his, although they're even doing that. But, um, But they're just saying this is a party house. There were lots of other students there. It could have been, they could have gotten there in some other way. And then they're also trying to say that at that time, his alibi, it's a ridiculous alibi, uh, that he was driving around and that, uh, you know, he was, he was by himself driving around. Well, when you have an alibi, I know as a forensic psychiatrist, an expert witness, you have to have more than I was driving around. You know, you have to have a witness for who saw you in some other place. Yeah. No doubt about it. You know, maybe you could clear this up for me. I mean, it's a sidebar, but it bothers me, though. The latest appearance of Koberger in the court, I mean, the guy's wearing an Armani suit, it seems, fresh cut, uh, clean shaven. Uh, Why don't we put a little uh, Chanel blue cologne on him as well? I mean, I I can't figure it out. What happened to the the good old-fashioned orange jumpsuit and shackles there, Carol? Yes, yes, I noticed that too. It bothered me too. I mean, the guys uh, look. The guy is is looking like he's ready uh, for an interview on Madison Avenue. I mean, what <laughs> gives here? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, I guess they got the judge to okay that. And you know, I was, you have to wonder who paid for it, who paid for these nice clothes. But um, because I don't think his his family. Um, has visited him, but maybe they maybe they send him clothes instead. Um, you know, it's 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 interesting. Of course, you know, I was um, the first one to call him to call out the uh, killer 
before they arrested him, uh, we spoke about this before, to call the killer out as an incel, um, involuntary celibate, someone who, this is a, a kind of, uh, this is a class. I mean, there are people, not just this, not just Brian Koberger, but um, these are men who um, have been have been rejected uh, for a very long time and are filled by women and are filled with rage. And they call the beautiful people, you know, the women who wouldn't go out with them, um, too good to go out with them. They feel, and they've had experience from being rejected over the years. They call them Stacys, and they call the men who um, are lucky enough to be going out with women, these attractive and, and successful women. I mean, that was the thing. It was when they first announced that the victims were so beautiful and so successful, you know, in school and all that. They were like the perfect um, Stacy and Chad, the boyfriend of, um, uh, of Zena. Um, so that was one clue. And then the second clue was how violently they were killed because... Um, themselves have so much rage towards these people because they feel these women because they feel that they are rejected by, by them and of course um, Brian Koberger was has been rejected by women starting in middle school and the girl who he first had a crush on in middle school and uh, who rejected him uh, looks just like Kaylee and and also uh, Maddie for that matter but um, and then, of course, he was rejected, you know, from then on in high school. Girls would throw things at him. He was just, you know, he was just, he went on in his life being rejected time after time. Because as he began getting rejected, he that made him have low self-esteem and made him even less appealing to future women. So um, so that and the rage that was that was shown by this, um, by the, the crime, the, the people who went there said this was the bloodiest, crime scene that they'd ever seen the investigators said that so you know but okay great um i don't know that that's going to come out at his trial but the thing is it's, it's just um yes it's just really it's like a slap in the face of all these families when he comes into court looking and, and plus you know what <laughs> did you notice i mean i'm sure you noticed his his attorney ann taylor she is sort of a little older version of these kinds of women who he has been rejected by. So in the end, I mean, look at the irony of that. In the end, he gets to be all cozy with a woman who, you know, cares about him, um, not in a romantic sense, presumably, but um, she's the one who's, you know, sits close with him and she chats in, in, uh, in, in have these whispers, an intimate kind of way. Again, I'm not saying sexually, but uh, so in a sense, he, uh, he ended up getting his dream to some degree by killing all these people. And I know he's, He's yeah. until proven guilty. But that Talk. is something that bothers me, too. Yep. No question, Carol. Leave him with us. So, Carol, you know, we have a lot of evidence against this guy. I mean, a ton of evidence. We know that. We got the sheath of the knife. That was left there. I mean, he did everything he can except, uh, I hate to sound so gruesome, call his initials uh, in that area. And in essence, you know, they got they got a lot. They have his phone. It was tracked uh, heading toward Moscow, Idaho, before the attack as the driver of that white Elantra uh, returned to Pullman, Washington, went to school Washington State. Uh, you know, he has attempted to conceal his location and everything else. Uh, we know the, the garbage returning, you know, that cross-country trip with his father to his 
home state of Pennsylvania, switching of the garbage, the cans with neighbors, have DNA. I mean, they got they got so much, uh, so many pieces of evidence regarding uh, Brian Kohlberg. They've got, uh, you know, if, if Dylan Mortensen, you know, listen, she's lucky to be alive in that house at the time, went face-to-face with the alleged killer, yes. you know, who was masked, bushy eyebrows, 5'10", a little more, kind of fits Kohlberger's description, uh, athletic build, that type of thing. I mean, they, they have so much against them. But in these types of cases, you know better than anyone else, there is a but. Be careful here. Give me a sense. Yes. Um, I mean, I think that in the end, I don't. I can't imagine that he's going to be found not guilty. It's possible. You never know. It depends on the jury and so on. But there's just so much. Even if they, even with the defense fighting uh, tooth and nail, I, I just <clears throat> overwhelming. But you know, the thing is, by delaying this so long, I think that's part of their strategy too. That they're um, hoping that the sentiment in go. Idaho is going to be less against him. The more you know, people forget about how. The, all these details and so on and, and, and feel less angry towards him. They're hoping for that too. A hundred percent. 